Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. Catch the podcast by visiting thebigyellowschoolbus.com. Today we are on location at Columbia Central High School, and we're going to be talking to the coach, Megan Kilburn, Kilburn, with the girls' volleyball team, and she's brought some guests, and I have a really special show for you today, because I want to take my intern, Miss Gia Sharp, who you've met if you've been listening on the show, and let her kind of take over sports broadcasting portion of the show today, because isn't that your goal is to become a sports broadcaster, Miss Gia? It is. You're going to be so good at it, too. Um, we were at Mount Pleasant High School, and the coach actually, the football coach, gave you a great compliment. What did he say? He told me that I am great at it because I ask the hard questions that you nobody did. wants to answer. <laughs> did. It was great. Get ready, Coach. <laughs> coach Mike, um, well, let me introduce the, the folks on our show today. Um, to my left, I have Miss Kyla Rowling. Welcome, Kyla. Hello. Kyla, you're a team member on the volleyball team, and you're a senior at uh, Columbia Central, correct? Yes, sir, I am. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how much you enjoy um, doing volleyball, and then I'm going to turn it over to you, Gia, because I really want you to get your questions in that you uh, have the hard questions, especially for Coach Kilburn. (laughs) Yes, um, I've been playing volleyball since eighth grade. I really enjoy it. It's my favorite sport. I also do another sport, but it's not really my favorite and I played travel for this past year for volleyball, which really made me enjoy it even more and really wants me to pursue to the next level for volleyball. It, volleyball is so much fun. I was played it when I was young. I, I guess I've never played on a team, um, you know, beach volleyball, stuff like that, and went to conferences, and we had outdoor events playing volleyball. A lot of fun. Never really got good at it, but I watched the volleyball teams nowadays, and this is a very, very tough sport. Yes, and it, I feel like it just gets tougher every year because every year I feel like younger kids are learning better skills and they're getting better and better and better at a younger age. So. Is it, I, I, I'll ask this question before I turn this over to Gia, and I'll introduce uh, Coach Kilburn here in just a second. Does height really play a big difference? Because I see in like when I watch the professional volleyball, like um, the – um, Olympics, mm-hmm. they have these really, really tall people in the front, yes. usually, but they rotate too. But height seems to be a big factor. Does that help a lot when you play volleyball? Yes, it, it really helps to be tall. And if you can jump, that helps too. Right. But <laughs> mostly being tall because it's real easy to block and hit yeah. when you're already above the net. Kyla, thanks for being on the show. We'll be talking to you here for a few minutes. I want to introduce next on the show, Miss Megan Kilburn. Welcome, Megan. Thank you. This is your first time on the Big Yellow School Bus? Yes, it is. Well, thanks for coming today. I think Gia Sharp set this up for us and got you to <laughs> talk to you personally about it. She did. She's an awesome intern for um, communications here at Murray County Public Schools. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do besides coaching? You're the coach of the volleyball team and... And I'm the English One and Collegiate Academy teacher for English One, so that pre-AP level. I also coach um, 
travel volleyball for Tennessee Heat, which is where Kyla plays. She plays on the upper level, though, so she plays for Sabre, but I coach a younger group there. And, yeah, that's about all I do. That's impressive. Coach, you, you always like it when we have the English teacher. That's right. Because you are a former English teacher. English teacher and coach. So. All right. So I coached football. I, I coached that long, that long pointed ball. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in other countries, they call soccer. Oh, no. Soccer, Football. that's a different. Yeah, that's a different sport. I always think about soccer because my daughter played soccer here. Yeah. All right. Um, Gia. Did you have some questions for the ladies here today? And, I do. And things you want to talk about? So go ahead and uh, take it over and, and do your thing. <laughs> okay, kind of adding to what Kyla said about height and how you have to jump really high. Kyla is actually, she does triple jump here at Columbia Central High School for our track team. And what did you come in state? Uh, my sophomore year, I got second in state. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is amazing. So... With those skills from track and from your travel team, what did you bring? Like, what did you really focus on bringing to your central team? Um, just trying to really focus in on the fundamentals. And I learned a lot of helpful hints on, like, hitting the ball better. So, like, turning my hips in and doing stuff like that for when it comes to regular season because my players for my regular season and travel are much different so I have to take what I learned from travel and like relearn it for my players on my school team because they're not as advanced as my players for my travel team right so can you tell that on the court coach Gilbert Oh, yeah, 100%. Travel is always going to be faster. It doesn't matter what sport you play. Any travel basketball is what I played the most, and that game was five times faster than when I would step back on the court during with my high school team at Summertown. So I've seen her play um, at the travel level, and it is much faster. It's always going to be because you run a lot quicker sets. You run a lot quicker things. But in high school, we don't have as many of those advantages. They're learning, and my goal is to get them to that, and we are slowly progressing into that. But when they come up at such a young age, because I do have some newer setters, some younger setters, some that haven't got varsity time, it is different. So I could tell a difference, but she handles it very well. So dealing with, you know, having a mix of kids like mm-hmm. that, what's your coaching philosophy? Um, that is a good question. <laughs> um, my coaching philosophy, question, yeah, right? it, it is just because it could be so many things yet kind of simply for me, my coaching philosophy is just create an empowering type of atmosphere because I am from Summertown. I played three sports at Summertown. All my coaches' philosophies were kind of different. This was also during a time where tough, tough love was what we got. And sometimes it was just tough. It wasn't a lot of love. And I had to learn that the hard way. I had to get myself out of that mindset when I came here because I was just in that tough go, go, go. Like It's got to only be about certain things mindset. So Ever since then, ever since coming out of that, I'm like, okay, you don't have to be this like crazy, hostile, like <laughs> always at 100 type of person anymore. And I found that in the last couple of years, creating more of an empowering, a positive mindset atmosphere has really changed the way that our girls have been playing. Um, because like, for example, like this team that I have right now, they are so close and it's my favorite thing in the entire universe. Is it always going to be positive? No, especially when we make mistakes. Everybody knows they're not playing to their full potential or someone frustrates you in the court. It's not always 100% positive. I don't think any sport's ever going to be 100% positive, right. but we try our best as a whole to make sure that we're staying in that positive mindset, that growth mindset. So my philosophy is just simply try to keep it a po- as much of a positive environment as possible. 
an empowering environment as possible while doing the work and making sure that people are held accountable for doing their job correctly. Right. So how are you motivating both of y'all really? How do y'all motivate everybody? Just try to keep the energy up on well, the court. Me, me as a coach, my job to kind of motivate them is just to remind them. I mean, oftentimes I always tell them how much better they are than another team. I know that that's kind of a very blunt statement, but I'm always like, guys, you're better than them. We're not playing like it right now, but I know you can get there. So I just need you to get there. I need you to play up to your full potential at all times because we're not always going to, there's going to, I mean, there's been games where we have been five times better team we're playing if we lost to them. It, but that's going to happen in every team, every sport. It doesn't matter what it is. So for me personally, my, the way I motivate them is just to remind them whether they mess up. I'm like, Hey, you know, you know what you're doing wrong you know how to fix it. So I trust you to fix it. Right. Okay. And again, just cause Kyle is here as an example, she hits one into the net or out. She knows a simple adjustment. Cause I can watch her on the floor doing like the arm motion. Like I did not snap through. So she knows. So my faith in her to correct it herself, I don't even really have to say anything to Kyle most of the time. So just my version of motivation is just letting them know, Hey, you got this, you know how to fix it. You know what to do. So I trust you to do it. Which is some great leadership because I know there's a couple teams here that really struggle with that. And I hope, I hope a couple teams in the whole county listen to this and they get some tips. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and for me, for like motivating the players on the court, it's different for each person because each person takes what I say differently. And so like I'll go up to certain people on the court and be like, hey, just play with confidence. Like you, you were a good player. Just play with confidence and play how you want to play. Cause like when a lot of the times, like we have a lot of younger people on the team starting varsity. So they get really nervous. And so I just tell them like, Hey, you're here for a reason. Play like you know how to play and just play with confidence. Don't worry about messing up. Don't worry about this. Just play how you know how to play. And yeah, that's what I do for most of the players, actually. <laughs> so kind of a two-in-one question going after that. Um, so how do you mentally prepare yourself for a game? And what is something you could tell the incoming freshmen? Um, how I mentally prepare for a game is, um, like, before the game, like, my team likes to be a little um, loose and, like, silly, just play around. But I like to make sure that I'm really focused in and I'm not – I'm taking this serious – and I take everything I do from warm-ups till the end of the game serious. And I don't just mess around and do anything like that. And then my message for the freshmen coming up is um, when you try out, don't be nervous. Play with confidence and just if you mess up, it's okay. Don't, think, don't focus in on that one mess up you had because volleyball is a game of mistakes. So you're going to mess up. Right. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Do you have a favorite song or favorite um, playlist that you like to listen to before a game? Because um, I see a lot of people wear headsets, um, earpods, and stuff like that. Right. I usually um, I listen to music some, not not a whole lot, but I usually like to eat before a game. <laughs> That's I a good idea. <laughs> love to go. And eat. That is my favorite thing to do. And so, like when I go get food, I'll listen to music. Just try to get the right. Uh, mentality for because for harder games that I'm like okay we really need to play to our full potential tonight and make sure everyone's on and when we're playing not as a good team I'm like well we still need to play to full potential to see how good we could beat this team by are you the team captain yes sir I kind of figured after uh, (laughs) listening to you right now all right Gia go ahead um being a captain 
What is your leadership role? Uh, how do you leadership. really apply it? Um, I make sure everyone on the court uh, is nice with each other. <laughs> um, you can't be mean? Yeah. Oh, my. They are females. Yeah. <laughs> we can get a little hostile. I raised two daughters. Is there something I'm, about I'm a in. cat fight there? No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Coming from a cheerleader, oh, believe me, it is really oh, hard to be on a I team raised, full of girls. I raised two daughters and one of them's a redhead. So. Yeah. Oh. Also, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, just making sure everyone is... Um, uh, can say stuff to other people on the team, but not in a super harsh way to where they mentally shut down and they can't play anymore. And so I just make sure that everyone is calm, cool, and collective on the team and let them know, like, when they mess up, it's okay. Like, you don't, don't, don't worry about that. We have the next play. So I tell them to, like, have a mind of a goldfish. If you mess up, that's it. Don't forget about it play the next one like you haven't messed up yet and um i let them know that um even when we're down i'm like hey just because we're down that doesn't mean we've already lost the game we need to still fight back and we can we got this i like that saying mind of a goldfish (laughs) well they learned Uh, that from our university of uh, louisville camp that we went to that's what their coach told them while they were up there and ever since that um camp this one especially has always said that ever since, but it makes complete sense. She'll bring it up and they remember, and a lot of them will remember like, hey, goldfish forget everything within three seconds. So if I just have a mind like a goldfish, then my one mistake won't turn into four or five because yeah, of my, my mentality. So yeah, like With my coaching, I help with the football program here and I've been coaching mm-hmm. for 30-some years. I like the image <laughs> goldfish. We always said turn the page. Yeah. Yeah, just turn the page. Get Get yeah. to the new page, get to the next page, yeah. and, and stuff like that. But um, do you find yourself having to work or having to consciously change about being critical, both with yourself and your teammates? Uh, I know with, with my coaching, mm-hmm. one of the first things I got to tell my captains is I'm, I'm the tough guy. That's my job as the coach. Your job is to build. Yes. Your job is to connect and build. Uh, but usually I have to help them figure that out because they are so, usually my captains are so critical, mm-hmm. both first of themselves and then of their teammates. How do you work past that? You know, you've got to be critical, otherwise you're not going to get better. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm the hardest on myself out of everyone on the court at the time because um, I know everyone's full potential on the court, and I know when they make mistakes, I understand what went wrong. So I try to, like, I don't I don't want to go up to them and just start yelling at them, like, why did you do that? So I usually like to just go up to them, and I tell them, like, the fundamental stuff. So I'm like, hey, all you need to do there was just take one step when you passed and you didn't have to reach for it. And so I try to keep it just like really simple because I feel like if I say too much to them, then they'll get in their head even more and they'll start messing up more. Keep more. it clear. Yeah. It's kind of like clear. what yeah. Mr. Cobb tells me when I make all the social media posts is kiss, keep simple, stupid. Yep. It really does. <laughs> that is a, that is a very high level coaching. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> We um, always try to simplify. <laughs> but I can say, because a lot of people don't know this, but I am, me and Kyla are best friends, but I can say that she applies that in life, too, with me. Like, I messed up, and I'll call her, and I'm complaining about my day, and she always has something to say, and it's always something helpful to help me out. So I think those leadership roles really help you out there. <laughs> <laughs> I try. Sounds like a valuable friend. <laughs> All right. So... <laughs> 
as okay, at what where are you in your season right now? That's are, where I was wondering. Are we, yeah. are we halfway through, two thirds of the way through? We're more than halfway through. So okay, next so. week is actually our last week of regular season play. Okay. So <laughs> what's week, the yeah. what's the playoff format for volleyball? Is it I know the playoff format for base or for basketball and football is real similar. You, District yeah, we're a little bit different. Stuff. So, like in basketball and stuff, top four move on from district to region. Well, in volleyball, it's only top two. So, you have to be in that championship game in order to go to the region. So, our district is the third through the fifth at Shelbyville. And there October. will be. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, there will be a play in game on the first for whoever is in seventh and eighth. They will play each other, and whoever wins that actually gets a place into the tournament. And then everywhere else, because us. Spring Hill and Coffee County kind of keep flipping roles in that three, four, five spot. We keep kind of going back and forth. So I'll be interested to see where we end up placing. But the actual playoff will be that um, Wednesday, and that'll determine where we go. So as long as we do our job and play, we should hopefully be in that top two spot to where we can go on the region. But it's a it's a three day tournament two weeks from now. And there's not a uh, wild card. You know, kind of like the the best wild card is always the best of the rest. But uh, yeah, no, there's not in volleyball. No, okay. no sir. All right. So uh, you're you're having a good season. Yes, sir. And you're looking at the playoffs coming yes, up. Sir. And this show will air Saturday, September 23rd, mm-hmm. at 10 a.m. And then the podcast will be available. So you're talking second week in October. Uh, first week, first week, first week first in week. October. Yeah, because it's usually during our fall break, but this year our fall break's a week later. Yes, so okay. that's kind of thrown me off mentally a little bit because every year I've been here, even when I coached before in Lewis County, it's always been during fall break. But now we have to play during school time, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> for the yeah, for the your um, championship games, yeah. Um, so what is your record right now for the season? We are. 18 or 19 and 8. I know I've only lost 8 games. That's pretty good. It's 18 or 19. I can't remember right off the top of my head. Now that's games or matches? Or is there a difference? Matches are games in volleyball. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I <laughs> yeah. knew there was a no, game, wait, I knew the there was a game designation per yeah. match. <laughs> a lot of people win. are like, is it sets or matches the whole game? Yeah. Like sets make up the matches. Okay. But a match sets. is the same thing as a game. Okay. So, um, I, technically, I was the one that was out of, tune, out of tune with the terminology there. No, everybody just calls them games. So we just call them games half the time because it makes it simpler for the public. But they're technically matches. But we are, we, one last night again, so that should have put us at 18 or 19 and 8. I'd have to go back to my – I have a sticky note in my room of all my wins and losses. There you go. Who did you play last night? We played Coffee County last night in district play. How'd that go? Was it like a really easy game, or do you think y'all faced a lot of challenges? Um, We actually played them first at Coffee County, and we lost in four. We did not play very well at all. It was a rough night. It was a lot of traveling. But last night, um, we locked in and we played. They played very, very well yesterday. So there were times when they would come back, make a little run, and we'd get a little frazzled. But the thing I'm most proud of and will always be proud of is when they choose not to let the other team's rallies get them all choked up and defeated. So they just handled those small little rallies with grace and persistence, and they just each game where it got a little close, they finally would, toward the end, just break away. So sometimes it was back and forth, and then other times I look up and we were up like 16 to 5 at one point. So volleyball is just a game of up and down, up and down, up and down. 
It's a fun game to watch. It is. It's a very fun now, sport to watch. Sport, it, okay, for, yeah, I'm going to date myself here more than okay. like. Uh, <laughs> I can remember it used to be with volleyball, you had to have you had to be serving to mm-hmm. get points. Have they? And they've changed that over the last, I say, few years. It may be 10, 12 years. You can get points both as a receiving team and as a serving team, right? Yes, yes. So you can receive points on both ends of the floor. Yeah, that used to make for some very long games. <laughs> yeah, I could never imagine playing that way. Well, even when I played, and I graduated from Summertown in 2013, even when I played, we could score both ways. Okay, so, I, I just remember that was one of the yeah. things. We, we, we enjoyed watching volleyball, but... It was, oh, man, these games are going on forever because you mm-hmm. had to be serving to actually get points. So, Well, good luck with um, coming up tournaments here on the beginning of October. It sounds like with your record so far this year, you're going to have a great opportunity to move on and move into – I mean, is it do or die? You go to your first sets and then first games, and then if you do good, you move on and, or you don't? Yeah, so if we lose first round, we're done. But oh, if we wow. win, we go on to that championship role. All right. So it's going to be tough. Kayla, yep. Kyla, what do you think? I um, am very excited to, for the rest of the season, and I'm hopeful that we get to move forward. All right. Well, I didn't know we were getting ready for break, uh, so I'm getting the signal that I'm already supposed to be on break. So um, Gia Sharp, um, Kyla Rowling, Megan Kilburn, and Coach Mike will be right back in just a moment. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. People often ask about the initials after mine and Monty's names. Those initials are CFP, Certified Financial Planner. As a CFP, we will do our best to help you in the attainment of your financial goals while protecting those assets with proper insurance coverage. We encourage the team approach of holistic financial planning by working alongside your CPA and attorney. This is Gay Pike with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. 
Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. This is Hattie Hedrick, senior basketball player and captain at Santa Fe Unit School. You're listening to WKOM 101.7 FM, coming at you from Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. All right, before the break, I was asking you the question, Kyla, about the upcoming um, tournaments, I guess they're called, right? Playoffs? Yes. So it would be district tournament. District tournaments. Yes. How do you feel going into the district tournaments? Um, I'm very excited because this year, these past few years, we haven't had like a, a really good chance of making it through districts, but I feel like if any year it's this year, we could actually move on and go to regions and just like move on for more than just first round take districts. it all right yeah, yeah. go to state maybe how far has the team gone before what's the farthest the team's gone before do you know um on the for the past- district district never never made it out of district huh? um to my knowledge and this is my knowledge the last time i remember columbia moving past district was actually when i was in summertown at 2013 when that group went to the state tournament but to my knowledge, they haven't been past that in a while. They might have went past district a year or two after that. So it's been at least ten years since they've been out. To of my the knowledge, level. if if someone else knows, but to my knowledge, the last time I remember is when we went to state central was also there because that's when Fenice played and my Horton and all of them. If they went past district after that, I just don't know. I was in college by that time, right. so I, I wasn't hearing local news as much. But it's been a it's been a minute since yeah. we've made sure. it past district. I have a feeling with Kyla being the captain of this team this year that she wants to take this a little step further, right? Yes, I do. I really yeah. like Folks, if we had video going, you'd see her excitement in her <laughs> eyes. She's really, really excited right now about the opportunity to take the volleyball team to the next level. And Coach, Kyla, it can happen, right? Yes. 100%. Yeah. I like hearing that. I have a question. Gia, you have more questions, right? I do. All right. Um, one more question. How does the school rally around volleyball? Because, you know, football's out in the big stadium, basketball's the big gymnasium, but you guys are playing the gymnasium also. Mm-hmm. Um, how does the school rally around volleyball? Do you get a lot of support? Um, or would you like to see more? I would like to see more. It's, right. it's a mixed mix. Like some games where like a lot of people know about, then like the boys after football practice will come and they'll bring their other friends. Oh, and, cool. And then the cheer, when they get done with their practice early, they'll the come in. The cheer. The cheer. The cheer. The cheer. That's a your team, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have practice late and so we can hear them. Sometimes we practice in the Ox Gym right next door and so we can hear the whistles blowing and we're like, oh, the game's still going. Come on, let's go see them play. All right. Well, that's great. Gia, did you have some more questions? I had some questions for Kyla with this being her senior year. Um, So when you graduate, I know, you know, it's pretty early in the year, so nobody really has it all planned out yet. But what is your dream goal? Uh, My dream goal is to get a scholarship to volleyball at the next level. 
Do you have any specific schools or? No, not at the moment. Specific I do not. areas. Um, any area. I'm I'm open to. It, <laughs> you don't want to stay close to home or anything. Uh, I mean, if I have to stay close to home, I will. But if I if I get offered from Washington, then I'll go to Washington and go play. So. What about Western Kentucky? Oh, she's coming to Western Kentucky. Uh, uh, I was just waiting on her to throw it out there. Like, actually, I'm going to go to college with my best friend. But, you know, it's okay. She doesn't have to accept it right now. <laughs> and just for our listeners, that's where Gia plans on attending college at Western Kentucky. I do. Right? I plan on majoring in sports broadcasting and minoring in Spanish. Oh, Spanish. Si. <laughs> Um, so what's your favorite memory from high school period, whether it's volleyball or I know you do art. So any kind of memory period? Um, well, right now I really have a good, like, I love that I painted a mural upstairs on the science hallway. Mm -hmm. So that, that's so far been one of my favorite things that I've done. Because it'll always be in the school, and I even got to sign my name underneath. So, like, when people walk by, they can see my name right there. <laughs> and I can vouch for her; it is a really pretty mural. It what, is. Can I ask what it is? It's um, Einstein's head with his tongue. You know the iconic picture yeah. with his tongue of sticking course. out. Yeah. So I drew that <laughs> in black and white, and then on the side, it's um, science in different colored letters and different fonts and different sizes. If you ever come visit Central, it is right there as soon as you pass the library. It's on that wall as soon as you're about to enter the science hallway. Very cool. That's awesome. So not just an athlete, but an artist also. <laughs> yes, I really enjoy arts. That is my focus area, fine arts. Very cool. So do you want to tie that into your career? Like when you go to college would you um, want to do art there or? possibly i'm looking more towards math because there's not much in the real world with art and it's hard to make a living off of art very true so i was leaning more towards math because i do enjoy math as well so i don't ever hear those <laughs> nope. words coaches over here no. shaking her head <laughs> for a reason i'm just saying I teach English because I can't add. <laughs> but go you, sister. You go. Yeah. More power. Coach Kilburn, um, you said you, you coach both travel and uh, school ball. Yes, sir. Uh, and, and stuff. What do you tend to find over over the course of time? What's, what tends to be the biggest difference in coaching them? Between what do you have, travel what and do high you, school? What do you have to change in your approach to coaching a, a, a travel team versus a, a, a school team. See, earlier Kyla said, you know, she has to rethink her mind. Yeah, I kind of have to do the same thing with coaching a little. So I coach 15 and 16-year-olds. So she's on the elite team, the 17-year-olds. And I coach between the 15 and 16-year-olds. And the thing that I have to change the most when I come back from travel to here and so forth is even my 15 and 16-year-olds play so much faster than most of my kids at that age. So when I come back to the school ball life, I have to break down more fundamentals because I have freshmen coming in that respectfully just don't have a lot of knowledge for the game because some kids don't start playing volleyball until sixth, seventh grade here where I grew up in a place where we start playing almost every sport between first and second grade. So, and just in general, the game is just so much faster because everybody, not every single person that plays travel is a, quote-unquote better player but most of the time your kids that pay for travel those parents that put their kids in travel and pay for it they're there they know what's at stake when you pay for something you're going to work harder at it respectfully yeah. and usually you're better 
athletes are the ones that go play that travel ball in hopes of being seen, improving their game, and moving on to that next level. So in my travel team, I don't have to do as much fundamental focus. I don't have to do as much. More like being a traffic cop than a teacher. Yeah, kind of, kind of. When I do return. You're still having to teach the game with school ball. Yes. As much as in the travel ball, you're more just kind of direct. Travel, traffic. it's more like, okay, let's figure out what formula of players works best together. We do work on specialty plays and different things like I do with the high school team. But in the high school setting, I do have to break down a lot more things, go over fundamentally a few more things because some have created bad habits for middle school. Because a lot of times, no matter where you are, middle school ball is just, even in my home county, is just bump it over one time. I have to reteach them how to pass, how to set and hit in those sequence areas and stuff like that. So I have to learn, reteach myself to slow back down for the high school level, even though we're pushing. Like my older kids, they can play faster. And I think that's half the reason we've been as successful is because Kyle is an outside hitter. I don't run quick sets to her as much as I would like or as much as she deserves. However, the moments where we do get those, they're perfectly executed almost every time. Whereas a couple of years ago when I first got here, we there's no way we could ever run anything like that. So Explain we're pushing. Outside hitting, or what you just said, outside. She hits mostly outside. What does that mean? So on the court, you have six spots. Okay. Uh, the one starts in the right back corner. The two is the top right corner. Your three and your six are your middles, so they're in the middle of the floor, either front of the 10-foot line or back. Kyla plays in the four spot, which is the left front corner. So she um, she's a hitter in the top left. So her outside, she swings outside the left side of the court to hit, whereas like my right side have to go right to hit. So she's an outside hitter, which typically usually is your taller kids, but lucky enough, I was blessed with Kyla here having about a 32-inch vertical, so she can <laughs> she throw does. She may only be about 5'9", but she can jump higher than almost anybody I've ever seen well, in my entire life. that's what she said at the beginning. You know, I've heard that there's Stand. a nickname on the team for Kyla. What's that, What's that nickname, Kyla? Um... I got called this my freshman year because of my uncoordination. Uh, it's, it's Bambi. And because deers can jump. Jump. Yeah. She can jump. So, so she, she was a she, little she bit uncoordinated. She stands 5'9 and plays at 6'4. About. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of actual photos, and even in our uh, film that I clip, where a decent sized blocker is up there, but she's an arm's length over them, hitting over them. I've got a few kids that can jump about that high, and I think that's what her and Tiana Davis is about 5'10", but Tiana jumps about as high as she does, and there's so many photos of both of them, just a whole half a chest over as, blockers. Uh, has Coach Moore uh, talked to you about yes. this? She has. She has. She, she was a fan. Sounds, sounds like uh, she was a fan. She, she would be interested in, in having some and, of those skills. And who is Coach yes. Moore? She is the girls basketball coach there you go <laughs> so um the uh, we talked about the, the the difference in coaching um the like i said the playoff system is the district uh in a single location or is it determined by the higher seated team in in the well we changed districts this year so last year our district was like Page, Summit, Independence, and stuff like that, where you did play first round at the higher seed, but coming into our new district, which is a total of eight teams, we all play at one central location. So this year, it was chosen to be at Shelbyville High School. So we're playing at one location this year, whereas every year before, we've played first round at the higher location, but... um, 
this year we're playing at one location the entire time. So, yeah. We get a lot of those buzzers when we're on location, so <laughs> that's what you just heard in the background. Um, I, I really find it impressive when I asked you earlier about height being an advantage and, and jumping. You said jumping was huge. Mm-hmm. I didn't. You're sitting down, so I didn't realize how tall you were, but the jumping part of it, the fact that you jump that well and are able to get that mm-hmm. much air time to get the ball over the net, that's impressive. Yes, thank you. Thank you. I... I the thing is I haven't really worked on my vertical. I feel like I was kind of born with it almost because I haven't never mm-hmm. really done any special things to improve my vertical. But I always try to make it better because you, you can never be good with what you have. Almost. Oh, I like when it that. Comes to sports. That's a good statement. So, coach, do you have any tips for the parents out there that want to get their kids more um, educated about the sport? early on before oh, yeah. they I've actually had a few um, parents of like about fourth graders, fifth graders that can't play middle school ball yet. They're like, what do I need to do with my kid? Basic fundamentals at a young age are huge because the issue I run into a lot is with my freshmen and it's not been every group. It's been at both locations that I've ever taught in, but a lot of them just don't have the basic fundamentals. They're holding their hands wrong or they cross their hands when they pass. You can break your thumbs and your fingers by passing this way, believe it or not. They're trying to block with like hands forward. You will break your fingers like that. So just basic knowledge of fundamentals at a young age is huge. Just learning how to properly pass. You can find that on YouTube. I couldn't necessarily talk to them individually, especially if they were coming into a feeder school, but just a lot of clubs start early. So if it's something they really might improve on, get them in a club early, see if it's something they're actually passionate about. Um, But honestly, just basic game knowledge, learn the basic rules. You don't have to know all the extensive rules yet, but if you can learn the basic fundamentals and just basic rules of the game, how to approach, how far back, how to serve, what are my proper serving mechanics? Even if it's just against a wall every day, you don't even have to have a net to get better at volleyball. If you have a ball and a wall, there's hundreds of different things you could do. So do you ever have like little kid camps or anything? Uh, we do. In the past, we've had our Mule Town camp. Uh, our first year here, it was really successful. We had about 65 campers. And then it did not go so well the next year, so we had to cancel it. But this last year, we actually had um, Mark Bernard, who is the former Oregon State coach, come in and he did a camp with us. And he is also the former Australia women's volleyball olympic coach oh wow and to my understanding he just took the pakistan olympic women's volleyball coach job so he still lives up in oregon but he'll do that and that was a really cool experience for us because not only did my kids it was high school down to middle school level um there was about 110 kids there about 110 at that point yeah it was a lot of kids and we ran it between here and with our neighboring middle school um, but that was awesome for them because I got a lot out of it as well. I got to, I did have to run a few things for him to kind of mandate everything. But my favorite part of that was just learning more for my kids. We've been doing a few things um, from him. He introduced wash drills and stuff, serving mechanics. He he went over a lot of stuff that we talk about, but. You know, sometimes kids need to hear it from someone else besides just you, and it seemed to resonate with a lot of them. So that. Mule Town Camp was really beneficial for our kids. Okay. Uh, kind of, I'm going to kind of, you know, we, we talked about putting Coach on the spot. I'm going to put you on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what advice would you give an incoming freshman or a new player even uh, about working with Coach Kilburn? Um, she is a tough love person. But, see, I've always been raised 
the way she coaches. So me and her connection is perfectly fine because a lot of these other kids are really sensitive in a way. So like when Kilburn will tell them something, they'll just take it straight to heart and they'll just like emotionally shut down and just not want to do anything. Um, but what she says is just trying to benefit you. Even if it comes out wrong, she doesn't mean it like that. It's just, um, she just wants you to get better. She wants the best for you. And so my advice to them is you have to learn to love her. So what she says, take it like she's helping you and not like she wants, she's pointing out, like she'll say, Hey, right there you just messed up on your pass you need to do this so she wants you to realize what you've done and how you can fix it and not just it's not just she's just pointing out your mistakes she wants you to get better and not just stay where you're at at the skill it sounds an awful lot like what i tell a lot of my freshman players and and, and stuff is yes i'm going to be on you i'm going to be with you all that i'm going to be in your face and stuff in fact the worst thing that could ever happen to you is that you make a mistake and i don't say anything about it yes that's what she says as well she says and i've that means i've yes kind of given up Mm -hmm. on the situation Mm -hmm. and so if i'm yelling at you that i I believe that you can do something you know what i think that's really helpful for literally any athlete in any sport period i mean I'm on the competition team and our biggest struggle is that everybody thinks that because somebody else on the team is saying something to you means that they're just calling you out for it and they're just being mean to you. When in reality, I've had to address the whole team and say, nobody's going to tell you to do something to make you worse. Everybody wins. When you win, we win. When we lose, you lose. I mean, we're all on the same team here and everybody wants to win. Yes. I like to say that um, you're only as strong as your weakest player on the court. So... Whoever's your weakest player is as strong as you're going to be. So make sure your weakest player isn't, you know, the weakest yeah. player, <laughs> basically. It, it kind of goes both ways, Your weakest though, player is stronger than the other team. Right. Yeah. That goes both ways, though, too. I mean, I feel like you have one good player, but if they're not helping other people, okay, yeah, you might come and watch Central's team and be like, oh, Kyla's really good. Well, this girl's doing the same spot as Kyla. Why isn't she doing it as good? Why doesn't Kyla help her? So I really think that that would help. Anybody in any sport, period. Yes. Coach, you have anything to add to that? Do you? Um, well, yeah. Like, a lot of times freshmen coming in are just respectfully scared of me because <laughs> I do have a very um, aggressive demeanor because I come from a very sports-oriented household. So I'm very focused in. And this is a job I'm getting paid to do, so I like to do it well. But like Kyla said, I always let them know, like, at the end of the day, even here lately, we lost a couple games. We know we shouldn't have, but I always end like, at the end of the day, this is a sport. Um, it's a sport. It's not going to change anything. Us being a family, us being close, and us loving each other is more important than that. So um, my advice for freshmen coming in is, is don't be afraid of me. Let's talk about it. Some people are afraid to speak to me, but it's just because I'm locked into my job. I'm getting paid to do it. But at the end of the day, once you're on my team, you're part of my family and that's not going to change no matter what the situation is i love that thank you coach kilburn kyla jackov and me gia sharp and coach mike as we hear a word from our sponsors we'll be right back don't go away big yellow school bus with your host jack cobb with murray county public schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. 
You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Every season brings passion. I like it. And the Titans. Celebrate 25 seasons of Titans football in the Mid-South. Eddie George, touchdown, tight big Jeff McNair on fourth and ten. What a run, Derrick Henry. Every week here on this awesome Titans radio station. Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7 FM Columbia. There are so many problems in the world right now that we can't do anything about. But the hunger crisis in southern Middle Tennessee is not one of them. You can join the Well Outreach Food Pantry in responding to help feed our neighbors in need. Kids, moms, and dads, and grandparents with nothing to eat. For just $30, you can provide a week of groceries to feed a local family in need. Give hope to the hungry right now. Thewelloutreach.org thewelloutreach.org Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back on the Big Yellow School Bus. It's me, Gia Sharp, and I'm here with the Columbia Central Volleyball coach, Coach Kilburn, and a senior on the team, Kyla Rowling, and of course, Mr. Jack Cobb and Coach Mike as well. So, earlier we talked about how the season is going mm-hmm. and where you are going and how you're going to end up at state and hopefully be state champions. That's um, so looking forward to next week. What do we have coming up next week? Uh, next week we play at East Hickman on Monday. Tuesday we play at home. It will be Kyla and Maddie's senior night. Yes. We play Franklin County here at 530 and the ceremony will take place between the JV and the varsity matches. So around 6.20, It just depends on how long the JV game takes. But their senior night will be on Tuesday. 
We won't talk about it, though, because I will be emotional because they were my first group of freshmen coming here. So I get really emotional when I think about those two graduating because they were my first group of baby freshmen. So give me that date again for your senior night. Uh, Tuesday, the 26th. Tuesday, the 26th. Yes, sir. Here at Central High School, about yes. 6, 630. Come on out. Yeah. Support the volleyball team here at Central High School. Support the seniors. It's it's a great night. I, I remember the senior nights for my daughters who went to school here at uh, Columbia Central, and it was always a fun-filled night. I just did eighth grade night for my granddaughter, and she asked <laughs> me to walk with her on the football team field. So I was so proud. I'm like, I'm the granddad. I get to walk with my eighth grade. So it was really cool. So come out and support these folks, uh, volleyball team, on Tuesday to the 26th here at Central High School. And then Thursday, you mentioned... Thursday, we play at Lawrence County. That will be our last district game. And then on Friday, we play Summertown here. Um, And that'll be our last home game. It was supposed to be an in-school game, but we had to change it to four and five. So we were going to do that event, but it kind of had to be postponed. Hopefully next year we can fit it in sometime. But, yes, our regular season will end next Friday, and then we go into postseason the next week in districts. Okay, and you said that's going to be in Shelbyville? Yes, sir. Do you know yet what your what your schedule is? Or nope. Is that, I guess that, def- yeah, that will be determined in the next couple of games. Yeah, <laughs> so we have our district meeting as far as scheduling of the tournament next Tuesday on their senior day. I have to go to Fayetteville for that meeting because that's our central location. Mm-hmm. And that's where we determine seating and all that. If there is a game that... We have to wait on because, again, everyone's last district game is on Thursday. If someone's not placed, it means, okay, if you win, you could be fifth instead of sixth. But if you lose, you could be seventh instead of sixth. So if there's anything like that, we won't have that part right now. So, and like I said earlier, us, Coffee County and Spring Hill have kind of been flipping back and forth. So at this moment in time, we're not 100% sure where we are, but we should be somewhere between that third, fourth and fifth range. I got a question. Do you have a social media um, presence for the team? Um, yes, we have a Facebook and an Instagram. Okay. What are they? Our Instagram is Lady Lions VB underscore CHS. Okay. I tried just doing Lady Lions volleyball, but it was taken by someone else. So <laughs> yeah, again, that's Lady Lions VB underscore CHS. And our Facebook page is Columbia Central Lady Lions volleyball. And they can follow or like our page. Excellent. Gia, got any more questions before we go to shout-outs? How much time we got, Coach? Actually, we have about six. Uh, yeah, about six minutes left. All right, Gia, what else do you got for the for your friend, your best friend that is playing <laughs> in volleyball and heading towards the playoffs? Um, do you have any other involvements in Central that you want to share? Like, I know you're amazing at track, so yes, I and know. art. Yes. And art. She is. <laughs> um, I have been running track longer than I've been playing volleyball, actually. Um, when I got here my freshman year, I just started um, doing my favorite event, like triple jumping and jumping. And I really found out coming from middle school where I didn't jump at all in track. Going into high school, jumping really made a difference, and it really made me enjoy the sport so much more because I just, it's one of my favorite things to do. So, 
track is uh, recommended as well. It definitely keeps you in shape, for sure. <laughs> Our coach makes sure of that. You will never be out of shape when you're on the track team. Y'all would not believe how many videos I have of Kyla struggling to go up and down the stairs to class. It, oh, yes. But yes, you can run track. That's why she's struggling going up and down the stairs. The legs are dead. I, think it'd be, I want to mention again, I think I mentioned this last week, that um, we have elementary schools right now doing cross-country meets at Mary County Park. They've been doing amazing, too. I've oh, my seen gosh. It everywhere. They, it is so cool to see these young kids running because that's great conditioning to get ready to be an athlete at middle or high school. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shout out to the whole group of coaches and schools doing all that. Um, Coach, we're at about five-minute mark. I want to make sure we ev- we get everybody in on a good shout-out today. So let's go ahead and start our shout-outs with Kyla Rowling, um, volleyball senior. What do you got for us today? Um, I would like to shout-out Kennedy Houston. She just, every game, she never really gets in her head. She's always on top and she always has great energy and I just think she is one of our best players even as a sophomore she just she really just amazes me every day so she's an up-and-coming great player so already great player and sophomore what a great shout out and a friend of yours I'm sure yes Uh, I love it I love it coach Kilburn um I would like to honestly just shout out my two seniors and again like I said earlier they are my first group of kids but they are two great leaders two great seniors they have very different personalities very different everything but I think that's what makes them work together and they have a strong friendship a strong relationship and I'm blessed to have those two leading my team I want to shout out my whole team because I do love them they are part of our family as far as playing wise here lately I think everybody's been playing well Kyle's been playing well Maddie's been playing well Gabby Bolton's been playing well but Kennedy Houston and Tiana Davis are my two middles and they really bring just all the energy Kyle is one of our best cheerleaders. She's always going to get your head up. She's that kid that will come pick up somebody's head if it's down. She's that type of person. But Tiana and Kennedy just have this electrifying type of energy. When Tiana Davis gets hype, everybody's hype in the room. So I want to shout those two out for that purpose especially. That's a great shout out. And Miss uh, Houston is Tracy Houston's daughter. She is. Yes. And I work with her at Central Office. Yes. She's a fantastic um um, I want to say athletic mom. She does all kinds of things, she the does. rugby team and all that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, she does. Very cool. Her, so. her sister, Corin is also on our team, and she carries a lot of energy and does little small things as well. So, And, you know, the fact that, Kyla, you have that mindset to help everybody mm-hmm. um, and bring them up and lift them up is really amazing to me. Thank you. Great shout-out, uh, Coach. And Gia, did you have a shout-out today? My shout-out today is going to be to Mayor Mulder and Mayor Jim Hageman because we, here in a few minutes, we're about to head down to the stadium and make a rivalry video. That was one of my little late-night ideas, I guess. <laughs> I wanted to hype up the game, and so I just saw Mayor Mulder, and I was like, hey, you know, I want to make this robbery video, and he was automatically down for it. So I just want to thank both of them for being so open-minded and really helping my dream really come to come true and put onto a video. It's going to be fun. And, and the idea that Gia says, can we do a hype video? And I'm like, I don't see why not. So <laughs> I had the contact information for other people and made the contact. So we will be doing that. We'll be sharing it on our Facebook uh, for the district and Instagram. And I'm sure Gia shared on her Instagram and we'll get that out there and let you guys take a look at the video production that we're getting ready to produce. Coach, got a shout out? Yeah, I'm going to uh, kind of 
I, w- I want to give a shout out to all coaches in all sports, uh, and I'm going to say across the county uh, right now. The amount of time that they invest, uh, in the effort they invest, the emotions they invest, and yes, even the love uh, for the players and for the sport that they invest in in, in their players is just phenomenal. I, everybody I've worked with as a coach in this county, uh, whether as 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 opposing coach or as a colleague. Um, are just some special people. Most people do not know the amount of time, the, the amount of hours spent uh, is a whole lot more. It's probably 10 times more than what most people see on the side. You know, um, you know what you see on the sideline, uh, whether it's a, a, a mat, basketball, volleyball, football match, it's, it's a whole lot more. And I just want to give a pat on the back to them because it's, it's, a, it's, a it's a great job. It's a tough job. I'm going to go right along that same line, and I'm going to shout out all the team captains. On every sport, there's got to be that one person like Kyla Rowling that is a team captain that everybody looks up to and is there to support her team, that is there to do what is needed to make sure that everybody plays their best game. So my shout out is to the team captains, whether it be cheer, football, volleyball, soccer, etc. Thank you for what you do. That's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. I want to thank Gia Sharp for coming on and kind of overseeing this show today. You did a great job, young lady. It was a lot of fun. All right. We'll catch everybody again next week on the Big Yellow School Bus. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM. Hey, hun, did you see this Oktoberfest at Riverside Park in Columbia? A what fest? Oktoberfest, Friday, September 29th at 6 p.m. An Oktoberfest in September? It's a fundraiser for Room in the Inn of Murray County. There's even a wiener race. A wiener schnitzel race? No wiener dogs. There's food, live music, beer, and even keg roll. Beer? Yeah, local craft beer tastings. Sounds fun. I'm in. Where do we get tickets? At the gate or on the web at roominthein.co. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. High school sports don't just happen. 
There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. Thank you. For scheduling officials so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation so I can get focused for the big game. For helping us develop character and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it. From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Tennessee for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee.